welcome back everybody um i hope you had a great week i hope uh, you took last week's episode and were able to kind of shift what you're doing in your your brain and what's coming up for you um so obviously it is november the holidays are upon us and this is when a lot of people talk i mean there's everything in november december october really is seasonal everyone talks about like Oh, seasonal drinks and seasonal specials and and it seems at least in California because it's really the only like seasonal change that we have. It's very like, oh, it's this the holiday season is upon us and shopping and everything else and it becomes a lot a lot a lot. Um but one thing that I wanted to talk about is the fact that boundaries are not seasonal. Boundaries are not seasonal. You don't have to let them go because you see Aunt Gladys again for the first time in a year. Like boundaries are all year round. They are they are constantly an existing thing in your life. And we're going to talk about like a lot of the ways that during this season, the holiday season, that boundaries, we let them go, we let them slide, we make excuses for why, why we're not holding them up. Um, so we're going to talk about all of that today. Um, so stick around. I'd love to share this with you. And I think it's super important, especially, you know, this is probably the first time a lot of people maybe didn't have a holiday season last year or see their families in person and stuff like that. And now that, um, that's more of a reality this year, I think this is a really important conversation to have. So I'm excited to share it with you guys. Um, yes, let's just go. Let's go for it. Hey everyone. Welcome to owning your authenticity with me, Diana Terry. This podcast is all about breaking down the stereotypes we were raised with to create our real, authentic life. We talk about every kind of relationship, life and business, creating worthy routines, setting boundaries, and leaning into that little voice that says, you are meant for more. If you've checked off all the boxes of what you were supposed to do, and you still feel like it's not right or not enough, then this podcast is for you. I know that your time is super valuable, so thank you for joining me, and let's get started. Okay, so it is November, holiday season. Um, everyone sees their families during the holidays, um, whatever gatherings that happen, work parties, uh, reunions with college friends. It's just the time of year where you end up getting a lot more interaction than maybe the rest of the year, maybe what you're used to. So, and this year, maybe it's been two years since you've seen people. Maybe you guys didn't have a holiday gathering last year because of COVID. Um, And so this is, you know, this is like a compounded year. So I think this information is really important and it's a great reminder for us for all the work that we've done in the last year, two years, maybe, all the work that you've done to get where you're at, whether you've set those boundaries and things like that, like it's really important to remember that they don't go away just because life gets busier or you're overexposed um, to people that may disrespect your boundaries. So we're just going to go through a reminder of like the different types of boundaries that you may have set in the last month, couple months, year, whatever, um, and some of the ways that they can get really challenged and tested over the holidays. Um, And so the first is with your time. Um, You know, 
Boundaries with time around the holidays for me were always a big struggle, especially when I had, when my kids were little. So I was the first one in like most of my cousins or at least like the family that we saw at the holidays to have kids. Um, And so was my ex-husband. He was the first one of his siblings and cousins to have kids. So our kids were like the first grandkids and everybody wanted to see them. Every single buddy. And that's not a word. Every single buddy. Everybody wanted to see our kids, which is fine. Like, it's a beautiful thing that our family, you know, love them so much and embrace them. But, you know, his parents were divorced and my parents were divorced. So that's four households that all celebrated the holidays. Um, and both of them, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas, because we're in, in the United States where Thanksgiving is a thing. So that's that's four celebrations, all within the same, like if you think about it, it's three days, you know, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and Thanksgiving. 72 hours and four different celebrations with young kids who at the time still took naps and things like that. And because I didn't know how to set boundaries and because we didn't have a home of our own, we lived with his mother at the time, which was, you know, a blessing. But we didn't have like our house where we could be like, okay, you guys, if you want to see us, come here. So we lugged those poor children <laughs> to parties and parties. You know, we went to the Christmas Eve at his mom's house. And then Christmas Day, we split. Sometimes we split Christmas Day between like two to three households. And I look back now and I'm like, that was insanity. That was absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. That we were the only ones with kids and lugging them around everywhere else. So I understand that, uh, you know, not everybody has like a home where you can, you know, host the family gathering or that may not be your thing. But I just want to put out there (laughs) that you don't owe people your time, especially during the holidays, especially during the holidays. Um, And especially if you feel bad when you're that when you're exhausted, if you're like at the third you're do you do that thing where you eat two Thanksgiving dinners when you have divorced parents? And, you know, this is going to be my kids' reality. And I'm, I'm hoping that we can get to a place where they all we all just get to be in one room and they can have one holiday with their whole family. <laughs> um, but you don't owe people your time. And this is, you know, I'm thinking about another instance where this actually matters. So one of our close friends, um, he's going to be in the wedding. Uh, he moved away for his dream job. And... When he comes back into town, you know, he he had this long established group of friends down here. And so many of the friends are like, oh, well, okay, I'm only available during this time. You can come see me. And and while I can understand that, like everybody has lives going on, you know, somebody coming into town for their own schedule doesn't necessarily fit with yours. But at the same time, you know, I had a conversation with him one time. I said, you know what? Like, you're the one getting on a plane, flying down here. You're here for three, four days. We all live within 20 minutes driving distance. If people want to see you, they will make the time to come see you. So anytime he is in town with his partner, you know, we go over there and we see them and we connect and we take the time because it's important to us. It's important to us to find that connection. And it's the same thing during the holidays. It's the same thing with family. It is okay for you to say, you know what? I I can't I can't make that holiday party. I'm sorry. I can't I can't make it. It doesn't fit within my schedule and while I would love to connect with you, 
It just doesn't work with my schedule. It is okay to say that. Just just putting that out there. Or you can just let people know like, yes, I can be there, but I can, um, you know, be there from one to three. And, and that's the amount of time I can get. I'm happy to give you my time, but I, this is how much I have to give. And when people, you know, try and make you feel bad, you know, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, the next one is, is conversations. So this is the one that everyone talks about during the holidays is when you walk into that family event and that aunt or uncle or grandparent or cousin or whatever, whoever it is, comes up to you and says, oh, are you still single? Or, oh, you're in a relationship? When are you getting married? Or say you're newlyweds or you've been married. Oh, you're, you're married? When are you going to have kids? When it, were you guys planning on having kids? I'm sorry, when did it become okay to ask people when they are going to reproduce? Like, I know it's been a thing for a long time, but why? Why is that a thing? Or why is it a thing to be like, hey, explain to me why you haven't reached that next level that I, as this other person, has deemed important for you. What if you don't want to get married? You're like, cool. No, I found my person. Oh, oh, we're not married. We don't want to be married. Why is it okay for other people to force you to explain your decision in your relationship or your choice to be single or whatever? It's not okay. I'm just going to put this out there. I don't know when it started happening. I don't know why. But it's, it's a boundary you're allowed to have. Let's just put that out there. Conversations. It's a boundary where you can be like, you know what? I just, I just don't understand why people do this. I can't. Um, and I'm going to tell you how to handle that in a second. At least my opinion. You can handle it however you want. But I'm going to tell you my opinion of how to handle that. And the last one is um, space. So time, conversations, and space. Uh, personal space is a huge thing for me. Um. And I, I, you know, you, we grew up in that generation where they're like, oh, give this person a hug, give that person a hug. And I don't force my children to hug anybody they don't want to hug. I don't force my children to allow people to touch them when they're uncomfortable. If they don't want to be touched, don't touch my kids. Don't touch. Oh, no, you have to. No, they don't have to hug you. They don't even have to like you. Just to be very clear. My children don't have to feel comfortable around you. My children don't have to like you. They don't have to want to be there. Absolutely fucking not. And if you've noticed, I'm starting to cuss a little more on the podcast because that's how I talk in real life. And I'm sick of kind of like, you know, editing myself. Anyways, um, and I really wish that, you know, our generation was taught that. It would have been really nice because it, it leans into that conversation of understanding consent understanding that I don't have to let you into my space if you make me uncomfortable. And that's even with me. When my son is having a hard time or my daughter's having a hard time, I say, do you want to hug right now? And my son will say no. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to force you to hug me. Absolutely not. If I don't want someone to force themselves on me, why would I force myself on my son or my daughter? Um, So personal space is a huge one. You don't have to let people embrace you. And I mean, even when you understand the word embrace, embrace is supposed to be affection. Embrace is supposed to be like a shared affection between two people, not a forced affection from one end and someone painfully receiving it. That's not an embrace. That's not. And, you know, chances are the person's doing it out of of a, a good intent, but that's not the point. If you're uncomfortable, their intent doesn't matter. If you're uncomfortable, you don't have to force yourself to be uncomfortable to make them feel better. So 
When it comes to your boundaries around time, conversations, and space during the holidays, or any time really, but we're talking about the holidays now because boundaries are not seasonal and this is often the time when these things get brushed aside. And a lot of it, you know, it's it's fueled by other people's opinions too where, you know, say that you have maybe changed your beliefs on some things in the last two years and you're seeing family and and maybe your mom goes, oh, don't rock the boat. Oh, don't bring that up. I know my family, one side of my family, they sweep everything under the rug. Nobody talks about anything. We don't address issues. Everyone talks about each other, but no one talks to each other and they don't talk about things. And it just, I, it drives me nuts. I can't do it anymore. Um, so here are some, some tips on how to hold your boundaries especially during the holiday season. Um, so boundaries with your time. Um, prioritize yourself first. Let's just start with that because so often the holidays, you know, everyone talks about how they're about giving, 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 giving. Yes, we give gifts and we give our time and we, you know, we take pictures and, but you can't just constantly give and put yourself, push yourself aside. It's not going to go anywhere great. So prioritize your times. Like I said before, you know, if someone invites you to an event and you're like, yeah, I want to go, but I also have to do A, B, and C. I have to, that's my only night to um, take do my self-care routine. That's important. It's my only night that night to um, do my laundry for the week. Um, so tell them like, yes, I can attend your event, but I can attend from one to three. I'll be there for two hours and I'll give you my full attention when I'm there, but I can only be there for two hours. And when you set those boundaries around time, like, yes, yeah, I can come to this brunch or I can come to that family holiday. We now do the thing where I'm like, listen, yes, if we decide to go see family during the holidays, I'm like, great, but we won't be there till after 10 because Christmas morning with my kids is just us. Like hard rule. Nobody else comes, and it used to be a big family thing, Christmas morning, 7 a.m., because we lived with family, or, you know, I would wake up and have to go over to a family member's house, and then we and I'm like, no, like, I want my alone time with my kids first, my family first. So I prioritize myself and my family first, and then everyone else gets to be second, and that's the way it should be. Because you don't get, I mean, realistically, if you think about it, if you have kids, if you don't, it's still your time. Even if even if you've decided that you are single and you want to wake up Christmas morning and have your coffee and read your paper or whatever by yourself, prioritize that. You don't owe other people things because your time because it's a holiday. Absolutely freaking not. So um, one thing to know when you prioritize your time, though, is that... Uh, people are going to have a response to that. And, you know, I appreciate normally like what I do is I let people know in advance, like, hey, like, yes, I can be there, but it won't be a long time. So they have an understanding. They have a kind of a barrier for knowing like, hey, oh, she's going to be here, but only for this amount of time. So if she wanted to do something with you or if they had a gift to give you, they know to give it to you in that amount of time and understand that their response is their responsibility, not yours. You don't have to make space or hold room to take on their feelings of being upset that you're not going to be there the whole time or whatever. Not your responsibility. Not. I'll say it again. It is not your responsibility to make space for their reaction. Their reaction is their responsibility. That's it. 
And and if they have a hard time with it, you know, you can you can be sympathetic and be like, I understand you're upset. Unfortunately, this is you know, this is what I can give you. And that's it. And you don't have to be mean about it. You don't have to be like upset. You don't have to be aggressive. You can just simply say, I'm really happy to connect with you in those two hours. And so the next one are conversations. <laughs> conversations around the holidays, like I said, I just I know that a lot of it is that people people haven't seen you for quite some time. They um, they want to catch up. They don't maybe they don't know what's going on in your life. I get that. And I get wanting to catch up. But again, you get to decide what you're comfortable talking about. You get to decide what you what's on the table, what's what's open for discussion. So when people do come to you and ask those (laughs) questions, those inappropriate, in my opinion, questions, or they just talk too much or they they want to dig, dig, dig and like pick at you until you open up because they want something to gossip about later. You can just say this. While I appreciate your interest, that topic isn't open for discussion. That's it. You don't have to be you don't have to be a bitch about it. You don't have to be mean. Just be like, oh, I, I really appreciate you asking. Unfortunately, that's not open for discussion. And then the, here's the key. Here's the key part. Right after you're done, move on to something safe. Be like, oh, but I'd love to share with you that um, I've started uh, cooking for fun every Friday night. My my friends and I get together and we we all make dinner together. Or, you know, oh, I, I, I read a new book recently. Would you like to hear about it? Move on to a safe concept for you, a safe conversation topic for you. And that lets people know that um, you're serious. It lets people know what's allowed and what's not. And if they continue, if they continue to poke at you, if they continue to like pick, pick, pick until trying to get you to crack open, because maybe you've done that before, you are allowed to walk away and be like, you know what, unfortunately... Uncle Ben or whatever your name is, I I don't feel like you're hearing me when I say I'm not comfortable talking about that. So I'm going to go into the other room and get some charcuterie now. Or I'm going to go talk to this person because I'm uncomfortable with the way this conversation is going. And walk away. Walk away. You're allowed to do that. And they're allowed to be upset. And that's fine. But when you walk away from a, a situation like that, having respected your boundaries and not divulged information that you will feel uncomfortable with later, you will feel better. It may be hard in that moment, but you will feel better. You will feel safer. And the last one we talked about is space, our personal space. So like I said, I don't force my kids to appease other people's affection. I think it sends the wrong message. It doesn't teach them about consent. It drives me nuts when people do this. But also, I have to set that example for my children. (laughs) And so we sit there and we go, okay, you know, we're parents. We're going to do better than we were taught. I'm going to teach them. But if I'm still in the habit of letting people come into my personal space that I'm uncomfortable with, I can tell them all day that they don't have to give someone a hug. But if they watch me force myself into a comfortable space, I'm not teaching them a damn thing. So when it comes to my personal space, you can say, or your personal space, Use, use verbal affection instead is one, one trick you can use. Say, I'm so happy to see you. Oh, it's, it's great. And just don't open up that, you know, don't go for the hug or go for the handshake or, you know, simply take a step back and be like, oh, I'm so happy to see you. Now, if someone, if someone comes into your space, if someone starts to get too close or makes you uncomfortable, you can just say, oh, you know what? I'm practicing physical boundaries right now. So please don't 
insert whatever thing they're doing, whether it's, you know, forcing you to hug or um, you, one thing people play with your hair when people are like, oh, look, at don't touch my hair. <laughs> or like, you know, when people do the like they put they rest their hand on the small of your back. I'm like, don't don't do that. Don't 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 touch me like that. So you can use verbal cues, use verbal affection, use. And, and then again, if someone someone crosses that boundary after using a verbal cue, simply state, I'm practicing my physical boundaries right now. So please, please don't play with my hair. And then what's that key again to just transition? Set the boundary and then transition. Because it's it, it teaches people, again, you have to teach people how to treat you. It teaches people that I'm uncomfortable with that However, I'd still be happy to have a conversation with you. It lets it gives them an understanding that I'm uncomfortable with physical touch. However, I'd be happy to talk to you. I'd love to catch up. I'd love to hear about your new project or your new venture or that vacation you went on with your family. You have to teach people how to treat you. And especially at the holidays, especially. And then the last like Hail Mary, if none of this is working, like, or if you know that your family has a, you know, a history of disrespecting your boundaries when you set them, you can have an ally. Find that one person that's going to be there as well. Talk to them in advance. Maybe it's your partner you're going with. Maybe it's that cousin you never see, but you always connect and you're like, yes, like we can be each other's safety net. Have an ally, have a code word, a cue to leave, whatever it is, like for them to know that. You've set your boundaries. You're you're you've done everything that you can do. You've told people not to cross them. You've set your space. You've removed yourself from a situation, whatever it is, and they're still not happening. Then you get to leave. You get to leave. You are allowed to leave a family function if you are uncomfortable. You are allowed to leave a holiday work party if you are uncomfortable. You are allowed to leave. It doesn't matter. I've, I think, I forget what story it is. I don't know if it was Glennon Doyle, but there was a story I heard about a woman that once that went into, uh, she, she went into hot yoga class and she sat there like damn near ready to pass out. And she didn't just get up and walk out the door, even though it was unlocked. It's not like it was locked. She wasn't locked in there. And she damn near put, she put herself in physical harm because she was afraid to leave. And that's how sometimes it can feel when you're in those family situations or or work functions or whatever it is. Put yourself first. Put your health, your safety, your joy, put all of it first. Because first of all, putting yourself first means that you're going to show up to these things in the best form of yourself. The best version of you is a happy one. The best version of you is a fulfilled one. The best version of you is someone that feels safe. And that's what boundaries do. They make you feel safe. So when it comes to the holidays this year, when you're at that event, just remember, you don't have to rock the boat, but you can, you can keep yourself safe. You know, you don't have to fake it or pretend, but just do what you need to do with your time and, and what you're willing to talk about in your space and, and just your heart, like respect yourself first, put yourself first, set those boundaries. And honestly, I really do think it can help us all experience the holidays in just such a positive way. If, if you have those struggles, 
which I know people do because it's in every freaking Hallmark movie. There's always like the awkward family conversation and the uncle that doesn't respect people and and things like that. So I just wanted to put this out there as a uh, a little PSA before before we dive completely into the holidays. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Please remember that if you did enjoy this or if you want to share this with someone that you think would really benefit from it, you know, before we go into the rest of the year, send this to them or share it, screenshot it, share it on social, like on Instagram, you can tag me at owning your authenticity. And then if you want to, um, if you loved this, I would really appreciate your support um, by going to Apple Podcasts and just rate this five stars, leave a little comment. Um, It just really helps me to boost the visibility and help more people. And that's what I'm going for. My, My why is to help people. Um, and so that's why I'm here and that's why I showed up. So I hope you appreciate this week. Um, I appreciate you for showing up and for listening and I hope you have a great rest of your week and I will see you guys soon. Mm -hmm.